Urban Dictionary defines romantic comedy as the most vile, insipid, sanity-destroying, horrible genre in the history of film. Respectfully, we disagree. I'm Mia. And I'm Samantha. And this is You Rom-Complete Me. We're back. It is episode 36. Woo! And we are super excited to be here. Yes, we, we just are. watched the 1997 film Fools Rush In, yes. starring um, Matthew Perry. Yep. And, and Selma Hayek. Hayek. <laughs> I'm going to let you do the synopsis for sure. this one because, as noted by 13 going on 30, I just ramble and like I'm like, imagine if you will, and then weave a tale that nobody can follow. It's a great tale. I love movie. it when you weave but tales. You do a much better job. So All right. You so do this. I'll do the reading later. Perfect. <laughs> so... Fool's Russian is about Alex, played by Matthew Perry, who is an architect from New York who gets sent out to build a new club in Las Vegas. Mm. While he is there, he crosses paths with Isabel, played by Salma Hayek, who is from a Mexican family and works in Las Vegas at Caesar's Palace. They cross paths, have a bit of banter, and then have a one-night stand. She disappears into the night, and three months go by where Alex has a very normal existence trying to build this club. She reappears to let him know that she is pregnant, she is fine, and she's going to do this by herself. <laughs> it's a pretty funny scene. It is a pretty funny scene. How have you been? And she just says, pregnant. pregnant. <laughs> it's pretty great. Anyway, so she says the one thing he can do for her is come and have dinner with her family, pretend they've been dating for a couple months, and then mm-hmm. later on when she raises the baby by herself, she's like, you met the father he was nice. Mm-hmm. Whatever. He goes and has dinner with the family, and he is charmed by so the charmed. warm presence of this tight-knit Mexican family, and they impulsively decide to get married. He's like, I couldn't decide between a tuna melt and another sandwich this morning, <laughs> but my life made sense, but now all I want is you. So they get married, and they sort of deal with the ups and downs of a young marriage, particularly when you don't really know the other person. At all. At all. (laughs) And sort of dealing with the cultural differences with their families, with their religion, with where they're going to raise this baby, and sort of deal with the repercussions of that. Yes, exactly. Will they have a happily ever after? We don't know. But that's the film. That's the film. We're going to spoil that happily ever after with the answer to this question. Is it a rom-com? Hell yeah, it's a rom-com. They get together in the end. It's a one-night stand turned to love. And there's babies, and there's a Vegas wedding with an Elvis, and... A real-life Elvis impersonator in Vegas, by the way, I found out. Oh, I love that for them. I love that so much. That was so cool. And they have such good chemistry, and it's wonderful, and... Though many people on the internet would disagree with us. I just don't know what movie they watched. So a lot of people on the internet, I was reading some articles about this, who were saying that they thought that Salma Hayek was super funny, had great timing, but it's sort of like their chemistry was, like, not, like, on the same page, that they were, like, it wasn't, like, coordinated, that they were sort of playing opposite Hmm. to no one, I guess. So, like, they weren't funny together they were just funny on their own on their own but i thought that they had good like like i bought that they actually liked each other and that they were in love yeah no i did too um but anyway so they 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 they're talking about comedic chemistry i mean i I could see that maybe i don't know people were complicated also they clearly haven't watched as many rom-coms as we have i mean yeah (laughs) they're they're not at the 36 mark in a year uh I also, this was a detail I was going to share later, but I think it makes Ooh, sense to share now. share now. So 
someone, there's a Refinery29 article that talks about mm. why was this movie made? Because they were just really confused. This movie used to be on Netflix as a free rental, but oh, okay. it got kicked off. Uh, so this movie came out during like the height of the Friends obsession. And so yeah. all the other actors in Friends were sort of trying their own, you know, going out into Hollywood and being like an actor in a standalone movie. Mm. Um, usually not so good, like David Swimmer and Schwimmer and um, Joey. Yeah. Matt LeBlanc. Matt LeBlanc. <laughs> like, they got Razzies that year for having Ooh. terrible okay. like roles. And so anyway, a lot of people thought that Matthew Perry was basically playing a version of Chandler Bing. Oh, absolutely. Movie. But it a was much just better a Chandler. different they're like a different job, a different name, a different background, but the same character, having the same types of lines. And they did some like comparisons of different yeah. scenes and I was like, Oh yeah, they're kinda right. I even wrote somewhere Matthew Perry's peak Chandler, but without the annoying parts of Chandler. Because yeah. I feel like it was good. It was a good balance. I didn't mind. We should uh, next year consider some of the Jennifer Aniston rom coms. You know which Jennifer Aniston rom com I love? The Switch. Have you watched oh, that I one? I was talking about like with I was Jason about Bateman. Her older ones when oh. she was like during the Friends era. She did one oh. with um, baby faced man who never ages. Who's in? Who's the Ant Man? Oh, Paul Rudd. <laughs> yeah, with Paul Rudd. Although now that I'm thinking about it, I think in that one he's like her gay best friend. And they try and fall in love, but it doesn't work because he's gay. So maybe that's not a rom-com. But no. there's a couple in that era okay, okay. that she did that were like... I don't know if I've seen any of them. ...basic cable rom-coms. Okay. I gotcha. I gotcha. I've actually never seen The Switch, though, going back it's to what you said. It's really good. I watched okay. it a couple of years ago. And that's with uh, Jason, Jason Bateman, Bateman, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's charming. Okay. Into that. And Patrick Wilson's in it, too, I think. Ooh. Okay. Anyway, a good time. Consider it. Just like we'll consider the meet cute. Yes. So this meet cute uh, is they're at a restaurant somewhere mm-hmm. in Nevada, and he is in the line to use the restroom, and she yeah. is on the phone talking to someone back home, talking about how she doesn't want to marry yes. this guy who wants to marry so her. Her best friend, perhaps, Lainey. Yes. The best friend's yes. name. I think so. Talking okay. to her to her best friend slash roommate, and then she really has to pee, and so they get into this sort of like fun banter banter, banter. about whether she can cut him in line about how it's fate Mm -hmm. and it's fate because god didn't want her to have to wait in line to pee yes it's funny it is funny because he's like oh maybe she means that it's fate that we met but no it's fate that she just needs to use the bathroom (laughs) yep and apparently they had enough banter that they went home to have a one night stand one night stand so it was a good meet cute yeah i mean a fruitful meet cute the fruit a of very fruitful (laughs) (laughs) would this fly in real life though I've been considering this all night long. Wow. I haven't all stopped night long? about this movie. You had a one-night stand with this movie. Yes, I did. You're right. Am I pregnant with this movie's baby now? God. <laughs> you started this. <laughs> um, I didn't mean for it to go this far. So, like, I don't know if I buy that her character would do the things that she does. Such as getting married in Vegas? Such as getting married in Vegas without her family. Such as, like, being willing to move away from her big family. It just, I think that's the most unrealistic part about yeah. it for me. Like, I don't think that part tracks with what I know about her character. But the rest of it, like, isn't terrible. What's the yeah. likelihood that you're going to have a one-night stand and get knocked up and then marry that person and it knocked works up. out? Knocked up the movie. <laughs> um <laughs> Is this movie better than that movie? I think so. I think so. Um, Though Paul Rudd it's is unlikely. in that movie. Yeah. 
That's where my favorite line from any movie know, comes from. I know. <laughs> I like Spider-Man. I like Spider-Man. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I think there's a lot of movies about one-night stands and people getting pregnant and what happens after that. So maybe I just think that this is reasonable because it happens a lot in the media. I just don't I just don't know how realistic in real life. Yeah. I mean, maybe at a certain time period it would have happened because you would have to get married, but right. maybe wouldn't love wouldn't come from the marriage. Right. They do love each other. And I do think they it love each other. It is all wrapped up in fate though, so I'm like charmed by that. Yeah. Maybe this movie doesn't fly in real life. I talked myself into a circle. And also, you know, they have such <laughs> such like wide cultural differences. Like yes. she is very religious. You know, they come from like very different backgrounds with different ideas she has a about big family, family that's very connected and does family dinner every week. And he's got a waspy New Canaan family. <laughs> yes, and they like never see each other except for holidays, and they rarely ever speak. So, and then it comes to the fact where they lie a lot to each other. There's a lot of lying and big lies. Too. Big lies. He big, lies about big a little lies. He lies about a big job where they would have to move immediately. Would, yes, I, <laughs> I really appreciated your HBO Big Little Lies joke starring Meryl Streep. It's the name of a book. Also, I know it's for librarians, also. but I think about it because Meryl Streep is immediately the thing that makes me tie it to oh, you. Thanks, love her. I, <laughs> yes, I know you love her. It's not a. Anyway, go ahead, talk about what you were saying. <laughs> now I don't even know what I'm talking about. So anyway, he lies about a big job he needs to take back in New York mm-hmm. for a whole month and until doesn't tell her until like it's a liable mission. His boss is like. Oh, so we'll see you in New York next week. And she's like, what the fuck? A classic rom-com setup. And then her lie, which is pretty bad, almost, not worse, but pretty bad, is where she lies about having a miscarriage. Yeah. So So that that they will break her. And then she, like, disappears and goes off and thinks she's going to raise the baby alone. But then fate brings them back together. It does. Not fate. It does. Logistics bring them back together. But also fate. But also fate. Did this movie age well? Well, I think we discussed that the racism is bad. Yes. And ugly. But yes. but a delightful fresh treat. <laughs> because what I was gonna say. No. Realistic in some aspects. Not a delightful fresh treat. I think that it was Why would you use those words? <laughs> because I was gonna keep talking and then I couldn't think of the other words. I thought it was refreshing to see that portrayed in a movie. That like these people mm-hmm. who are like waspy, stereotypical, like racist people, Yale be people. so racist and get called out by their son. But it never really gets resolved. It never really gets resolved. But I think that's realistic to life. Mm. Like they have these deep seated beliefs in people that are wrong mm-hmm. and they're going to be awful about it. And then that's just who they are. I think it would have been less realistic if by the end of the movie they were all like, kumbaya, let's hold hands. We're not racist anymore. No, definitely, definitely, definitely. (laughs) You know? Just, you know. I was refreshed by that. Yeah. I think it's, I guess the other thing I'm considering is, like, I think it's a hard subject to, like, infuse into a romantic comedy. Yeah. Um, And I don't know enough information about who the creators of this film were. I'm presuming it's a bunch of white men. That's fair. Um. So, yeah, I just, like, I just, the only thing I question is whether it was done, like, if done with, like, consideration to mm-hmm. the other cultures, like, you know, portraying something that's realistic, but also being sensitive about it. Yeah. And I think the other part that I enjoyed 
about this situation was that I'm sorry, the, it's making no, no, me no. so careful no, the, now. Like, stereo- I think the that his parents, the white parents, are more stereotypical than her family is. Yes, that's true. Absolutely. Like, they don't paint her Mexican family members with, like, a broad brush mm-hmm. as much as I think it's, like, a broad portrayal of, like, look at these white people in the desert. Like, when they're taking them to the airport, they're literally, like, sunburned yeah. and, like, crunchy. The white people are <laughs> melting out here. So I was just like, oh, that's a great – I like seeing my people in a stereotypical mm-hmm. – it's a bad look for us. And, yeah. yes, I think we should talk about how it's a bad look for white people as much as we possibly can. Absolutely. I agree. Wow, was this all about, did it age well? Yeah. Yes. Um, so we said it didn't feel as disrespectful as it could have been, and we kept saying, it's like what My Big Fat Wedding <laughs> did for the Greeks and yes. what Moonstruck did for the Italians. It's true. <laughs> this movie did for... It's like, oh, look at the cultural differences movie. Yeah. Once again. Yeah. Here we are. Particularly in regards to, like, food and yes. religion and... All was, that jazz. This movie was written by two women. Boom. I don't oh. think either of them are people of color, although. But, like, okay. ladies. Ladies Listen, write movies. That's good. I like it when ladies write movies. Ooh. One of them is a native of Stamford, Connecticut. What? Yeah. She received her bachelor's degree from Columbia University. Wow. Yeah. So. Does she still oh, write movies? Oh no! Right, that's what that she's says. dead. That's what <laughs> that's what it means when there's two numbers and there's I know, an ending I was one. Confused by this, this they're just not part. sure when she. Oh man! Wait, did oh, she write no, flash dance? I think so. <laughs> wow! Every moment is a learning moment on the podcast. Wow! Yeah. What else did she write? I know this is a podcast it's moment. Not a very long Wikipedia. Oh, article. she died of cancer. Oh no. Oh man. Um, what's about she did something one? in the elections. Joan Taylor. Is she also dead? She's she also looks old. Dead. Both of them are dead. Wow. I mean, it was in 1997. Yeah. Anyways, Anyways. we're getting off track here. <laughs> did you fall in love while watching this movie? Um, we were pretty charmed. Yeah, we were charmed. We were, we were <laughs> Every delighted. Every time anything happened, I was like, oh, I love this for them. Oh, I love that for them. <laughs> yeah, Oh, I love did. this for them. So, She yeah. was very enthusiastic throughout the course of the film. Like I said... Matthew Perry, I think I like Chandler the most out of the Friends cast of characters. I I find Chandler very amusing, and this was like Chandler Light, which is a good a good edit for him. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, great, great. Are you rethinking your life now? Do you want to have a one night stand and get knocked up and then have a baby? No, thank you. Get I'll married pass. with an Elvis impersonator. How about you? Do you want no, that to happen I don't, to you? But you never know. <laughs> yeah, not really rethinking my life yeah. at all. Don't need to go to Vegas. I'm okay. I'm going to Reno for a conference next Ooh. next fall. Should I hop over to Vegas? Yes, and get and knocked do up. This? Absolutely. I would love for the pod. Commitment. Do it for the pod. <laughs> And then Wait, the next year will be all about baby back, comedies. Will you help me raise my child? Of course I will. Right. I would be as honored. As long as you're going to help me raise my, oh my, gosh. My, uh, my oopsie baby. <laughs> yes. As long as we both shall live. It'll be like Playing House, which I've watched two episodes of. Great. You should watch more. That show be banging. It's, no, it is. It's really good. Just it kept freezing on my computer. Okay. I'll buy you the DVDs. Okay. <laughs> I don't have a, oh, I have a DVD player. I was like, my computer doesn't have one, but I have one. Yes. Okay, anyways. That's how we watch most of these films. I know, at my house. You know what I was thinking last night? Mm. What this, what, 
Should we buy a house with a home cinema move, like with a movie theater room? (laughs) Yes, and a popcorn maker. Great. I would love that. No, no, no. What I was thinking about, so we're watching 52, 53 movies this year. Yes. Which means we've hung out 52 times. That's a lot of times. I mean, sometimes we watch double movies, but then we also hang out other times we're not watching movies. That's true. I mean... We, once a week. I think we hung out once a week before this, too. I know, but, but now this, we're being productive. This is... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. true. Mm-hmm. I know it's true. We watched three movies yesterday. Because we, we also went movies. to the movie. We went out to, to the movies. see a movie. We and we solved the mystery. And we solved the murder. <laughs> and we had no noodles. No context. And we wow. had noodles and ice cream and garden catering. And yesterday was a fun day. And coffee from Lorca. And coffee from Lorca. Lorca sponsor. <laughs> anyway. Fair quotes? Favorite quotes. You've got one that you love. I did. At the end. Mm-hmm. They're on a bridge. They're on a bridge. They're, They're on, on the Hoover Dam. Dam. I'm like, excuse when, me. Um, when some Hayek's character comes back. From seeing her grandmother in Mexico, she drives over the Hoover Dam. And when she is on the state line between Arizona and Nevada, she throws a coin into the Hoover Dam and makes a wish every Mm -hmm. time. So at the end of the film, he times it so that he is there waiting for her so that he can, like, stop her and tell her that they're meant to be together. And it is raining. Um, It's very scary. I am not when this quote is from. Yes, it is. Is it from the end of the movie or from the middle? Now I can't remember. I'm going to be confident. It's from the end of the movie. And he says to her, you're everything I never knew I always wanted. Which I just like. And he's like, I don't even know what that means. I don't even know what that means. And neither do I. But I think it's romantic. So we're going to be there for it. There's also another line that you laughed at a lot. I don't know okay. if you want to. I don't know if you want to share it, but he's at the family dinner. I laughed because it took me so long to figure out what the joke was. Well, it it took me until you laughed to figure out what it was. Like I like just kind of went over my head. I think it was because of the subtitles. Yeah. So her ex boyfriend, ex fiance, ex boyfriend, ex boyfriend. Um, his name is Chewy, but it's spelled C H U Y. So when Matt Perry introduces himself, he goes Chewy. Hi. I'm Luke Skywalker, like Chewbacca, Chewy. So I think if it had been spelled out differently, I would have yeah. gotten the joke faster or if I hadn't seen the words there, but I laughed. Yeah, it was funny. Reader, I laughed. Uh, so this movie talks a lot about signs. So, yes. so Isabel is always looking for signs, and eventually at the end of the movie you see that Matthew Perry, Alex, is also seeing signs. One of the reasons he comes back to her is like he sees they visit a, a canyon together, and he sees a big picture in Times Square. He gets her, she gets him Gray's papaya hot dogs for yes. his birthday. He meets a priest that says there are signs everywhere, and then he meets a little uh, Hispanic girl named Isabel, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, yes. so there are two quotes about signs, and one was when they're arguing about what religion to raise the baby, mm-hmm. and she says that she was stopped in front of a church at a stoplight when she, like, realized she was pregnant. Uh, yeah. And she goes, it's a sign, Alex. And he goes, of what? You know, the baby should be Catholic. And then he goes, then it's a good thing you weren't stopped in front of an eye. Because <laughs> <laughs> then the baby would be pancakes. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then there's another scene where there's a lot of scenes of Isabel and her mother sort of praying together and being mm-hmm. in the church lighting candles. <laughs> yeah. And so Isabel's like, it was a sign. And her mother goes, of course it was a sign. God was telling him to quit his job and stay with you. And she goes, no, I mean, it was a real sign with neon lights and whatever. (laughs) Because there's this scene where a lot of things are going wrong at the club site they're building because he's so distracted with Mm -hmm. Isabel. 
and the like OSHA inspector comes in and is like, this has to be shut down. It's terrible. And he's like, no, 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 give us another week. Give us another week. He's like, okay. If one more thing goes wrong, like you're done. And Matt Perry is like, okay, fine. Like I'll put the red like sign on it myself. And this giant block from like the roof of the building falls off and crushes yes, the, the OSHA car. inspector's car. And then she's like, it was a sign. It, somebody could have died. And then the mom goes, well, then it was a miracle. <laughs> Which I really, that whole scene was very funny. Yeah, it was a good scene. All right. Cool. Favorite quotes? Check. From Hobbyites? Double check. Are we going to do the wines again? (laughs) Yes. Sparkly Vegas. Big family. Montages. Hot dogs. Scenery and vistas. Goopy setups. There was more, too. There was more, too. But, yeah, (laughs) I mean, it's in flashy Vegas. There's beautiful nature all around them and canyons in Mexico. Brothers who are going to beat up a boyfriend. Going shooting. Rattlesnakes falling with your butt in a cactus. A small dog is there. Sunburns. Celebrating Cinco de Mayo by the water. Hot dogs again. Hot dogs. Yeah, so, anyway, I have a bone to pick with this film. The most unrealistic thing about this film is that Isabel gets Gray's Papaya Hot Dogs in the buns with the toppings on them, sent from New York, New York to Las Las Vegas, Vegas, Nevada, Nevada. for him to eat four of them, all neatly tucked and not muddle at all because of flight or anything. And I know that the family's rich, but it's not like they flew those in a private helicopter. And you can't, rich people can't stop buns from getting soggy. Yeah, that bun would be so soggy. It would be so gross. And they ate it and were like, oh, this is delicious. And I'm like, yeah. Isabel, you should have spit that right out. I and thought be like, she was going to no. be like, no, honey, no. But, you know, love is blind. So that yeah. was the wrong combiance. That was the wrong combiance. Um, would you watch this movie again? Yeah, if it was on TV or if mm-hmm. I was in an airplane or a hotel room. Yeah, yeah, I would watch it. It entertained me. I agree. I did think it was a little long. Mm-hmm. It dragged on a little bit for me. But then I did realize, like we said earlier, we this was the third movies. movie of three that day. So maybe I was just like, I'm done with movies. We did pretty good. Though I did read some articles saying that a lot of people about, so this movie was like an hour and 50 minutes? Hour about. 45? Mm-hmm. So people were saying like about 45 minutes in, like things seem great. And they're like, oh great, there's another hour of this movie. Like they're going to have to like drag it out. So I think it could have been shorter. to us two yeah because i remember us pausing at one point possibly when the garden catering arrived and i was like oh god this is all going so well something terrible is going to yeah. happen so that we I still had like, like 40 minutes left yeah i also knew that it had a 33 percent in rotten tomatoes and the first half i was like this is a 100 percent. this yeah. movie is perfect they what's gonna happen they definitely could have probably like s- like slimmed down the movie a bit and but what are you gonna do it's 1990 whatever know. I mean, time. There were also there were also some like storylines in the film that were unnecessary. Like there was like the waspy family friend who oh, he kept right. avoiding, yeah, who was like really into him and out. sort of like is the one that calls out his parents to come to see what's up to. Right. And then also like he has um, th- one of the inspectors for the site is the woman who played Aunt Zelda in the original yeah, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, who was, like, flirting with him and wanted to get with Matthew yeah. Perry. So there was just, like, some unnecessary some side plots they could have done. just, like, gotten rid of. What are you going to do? It's fine. It happens. Yeah. What do you think happens to these two lovebirds after this movie I mean, ends? the movie ends with them having a baby on the Hoover Dam yep. in the pouring rain. Yep. And then they're divorced, but we presume they're going to get married again. Well, they do get married again. Oh, right, we, we did see, see the that. wedding. Yes, 
Yeah, because earlier in the film, he got served with the divorce papers, right. and then they have a big wedding in the desert. She wears mm-hmm. a very pretty floral thing, and there's this amazing shot as they zoom out yes. by helicopter. Incredible. So the yeah. options for them are plentiful. Yeah. They could stay in Nevada. They could move to New York. They could go somewhere else. I sort of feel like they might live in New York for a while mm-hmm. and then come back and maybe move out west, like in California. Yeah. Because, like, he could probably get a job in a big right. city doing stuff there. She could still do her desert photography. California is still pretty close to yeah. visit the family. I'm wondering if they should stay with the big family as that baby is small and it yeah, takes a take village, care. you know? Yeah. Let that, let that baby. It's hard to take care of a baby if you don't know anybody in New York City by yourself. Mm-hmm. That's tough. No, it's Let her stay with her life. family. So. Yeah. I'm hopeful for them. Yeah, I think I think they can stay together. Yeah. Shall we move on to some talking tropes? Tropes. <laughs> I hated I that. I like that. And yet I loved it. All, All right. right. Grand, Grand gesture. He's on the Hooving da- Hoover Dam. <laughs> okay, stop. In the pouring rain. Rain. He, he could have died. Died. <laughs> Grand gestures up the wazoo. She fakes a miscarriage. Yeah, like kind of a grand gesture to like get him to like live a free life. Yeah. Though it's not really because she loves him, because like she wants things to be happy for him. It's because she's just like this dumb bitch. This dumb bitch. We got to get him away from me. Yep. Grave misunderstanding for plot, but not comedy. That she miscarriage. fakes a miscarriage. Yep. And of course, so an article pointed out, like, as always in these movies, no one needs to ask a doctor or get anything confirmed. Right. You just believe what the person says. If, all, if he could have just been, like, gone up to the nurse's station and been like, What's up? Can you tell me more about my wife's condition? Yeah. Ha- like, how can I help her now that she's going to come home or whatever? Yeah. It also is, like, a shitty thing because, like, he's, like, grieving for the child, yeah, too. Yeah, I know. I'm not saying that he lying wasn't good as well, but. It's yeah. messed up. Yeah. It's also fate. It's fate. <laughs> They're meant to be together. There's signs everywhere. There's signs, signs everywhere. Um, Even an Irish priest in the middle of Times Square says there's signs words. everywhere. Very, very strange. Ops detract. Yep. They are different. That's the movie. Yep, that's the movie. <laughs> Calm down, workaholic. He works a lot. He works a lot. He's trying it, to get this club to happen. And he gets ignores in the way her. Of their love. The house gets a makeover. The house does get a makeover. It is a very boring company house, and then she gives it uh, a little spice. A little, a little spice. She says, mm-hmm. and it's actually very nice on the inside. It is very colorful. There are plentiful montages. Wow, so many montages. I don't Working remember. montages. It's more like a them being like separate a, montages. Moving the time forward to get through nine yeah. months of a pregnancy quickly. Yeah. Them living together in the first months of marriage. I'm here Fun for music. It. We've got quirky BFFs. Yeah, for he's sure. got a divorced lawyer best friend, and she's got a, a Caesar's Palace best friend. She does. She do. Hidden agenda. I put this one down. I can't remember why we had mm-hmm. it. Hidden agenda. I mean, I th- maybe we were saying, again, with, like, the faked miscarriage, oh. like, the agenda of her trying to get him to move on. And, right. You know, he, she says the reason they're together is because of the baby. And he, yeah. Like, we'll give it half a point. Sort of goes along with it. Yeah, half a point. Call off the marriage. I mean, they get divorced. They get divorced. They're that really works. married. So crazy. 
I think that inevitably <clears throat> someone will have to give something up for love. Yeah, because they're going to have to move somewhere. One right. of them will have to give up a job, family, mm-hmm. this or that. That's they why both you will have to compromise. Never have a one-night stand on a business trip. Never. Never. So, Mia, don't have a one-night stand when you go on your library conference. I won't. Fake it till you make it? Yeah, they have to pretend that they're dating mm-hmm. when he goes to the family dinner. And it's kind of cute. Like, it they have this cute. rundown of conversation of, like, okay, so what do you do and what do you like? And at the very end, they're like, oh, and what's your last name? <laughs> yeah. And they shake hands and it was like, it's nice to meet you. And it's yes, really cute. It is cute. I also, His last name is Whitman, which I thought was white funny man. also. Because I was like, ah, oh, white man. Yes. <laughs> it also, that, we didn't really talk about it, but the dinner scene that they have when they are, like, kind of, like, fake dating. Like, yeah. it's very sort of magical because... They're, like, very into each other. Like, he's holding, like, a baby. a baby. And, like, he doesn't know how to hold its head. The kryptonite. A man holding and a baby. And then they're just really into each other. And there's a point where they just, like, start making out because they yep. just were just, like, they so just hot. They're shook. They're shook. NYC, baby. NYC. It starts there. It ends At Christmas. There. It doesn't end there. At Christmas. At Christmas. Yeah. And then when he goes back, he's dealing with it. That's where all the signs are. Yeah. There are many signs in Times Square. Yeah. He just picked the right ones. He did. He did. And then we did, you married him, you don't even know him. I mean, she doesn't. Yep. He doesn't. It's crazy. Yep. I don't know if I could do that. No. No. Although he does have a point. When he's talking to his friend, he's like, you put in five years and then you got married and now you're getting divorced or whatever, but I'm just going to skip all that part. Yeah, that's fair. I mean... There are a lot of people who used to get married in, like, wartime on the dime, yeah. and those marriages lasted forever, so you never, no, you never know. know. All right. Put that all to sleep. Should we talk Good night, about... sweet questions, sweet tropes. Good night. Okay. <laughs> Do you want to curl up by the fire? Oh, I would love to curl up by the fire. I think it's our fireside fun chat time. Great. Fun facts. What bum, do you bum, got bum, for all right. I don't have too many fun facts. There was actually not a lot about this movie out there. Oh, and I've also peppered in some facts this. throughout the film. Number one, though, which we discovered at the end of this movie, is that the actor who is playing Matthew Perry's dad in the film, Richard, is actually actual Matthew Perry's dad. dad. He's an actual wow. actor. And he played his own I father. Had no idea. I love it. Which is it. fun. Another interesting fact that I learned about this movie is that there was no Nevada-Arizona line on the Hoover Dam before this movie was made. And so for the movie, they painted it on. And then the officials decided just to leave it there after the movie. But as of 2005, according to the Internet Movie Database, Lower B, uh, it no longer is there. Like, it's faded and they didn't replace it. But I thought that was kind of cool that they painted it on for the movie and they they left it there. I shocked they let them do that. That's, like, probably government property. Yeah. <laughs> well, the government at the time was probably like, oh, we just fucking love friends. Like, Matthew Perry. <laughs> That's true. Let's do this That's shit. That's a good point. Um, I'm going to go paint it on in the dead of night. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> Please. Yeah. Uh, and then another thing that I thought was interesting was, so they talk about, like, the beginning of the film starts here and then sort of near the end it happens mm-hmm. where uh, – Isabella's great grand Isabel's great grandmother lives in this like tiny little town mm-hmm. um, called I'm gonna pronounce it wrong so I apologize like Aqua Calientes sure Aquas Calientes um, which they are like oh it's like in the middle of nowhere and like they have this whole thing about showing about how hard it is for Matthew Perry to get there to yes, try and he find has to her. ride on a mule he has to ride on a mule with a little boy running behind <laughs> it anyway. According to the internet, this is actually a very bustling city of oh. one million people. 
So it would be more accurate to say that, you know, the great grandmother lived near yeah. this city rather than in this city because, <sighs> you know. Those white ladies who wrote this movie. Yeah. And then you had a fun fact you discovered last night. Fun fact? Yeah, the very first one on our list here oh, about when this film was released. Yes, this movie was released on Valentine's Day. Aww. A Valentine's Day romp. And it made $29 million, oh. which wasn't a lot oh. at the time, apparently. I don't know. Mediocre, they say. I mean, the poster makes it look like that's about right. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and you wrote this down, and so I wanted to say it as well, which is ah, yes. a bunch of reviewers were like, they had no chemistry, this film was bad, no fun, no spice. And we were like, how dare you? And it reminded me of how when The Princess Diaries films, mm. excuse me, came out in the, the early films. 2000s, um, that... My mom, like, like someone reviewed it and was like, oh, this movie is stupid, blah, 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 nothing, nothing, nothing. And my mom was like, like, this movie is not for you. Yeah. Like, you should not be reviewing it. This is, like, not your demographic. Get like, a you 14-year-old can't, to review you it. You know? And so, you know, as Mia said, we're all right when Deb's right. Yeah. Yeah. She was right. And when I think Deb's about that every right, time. We're all right. It's true. All right. <sighs> So, Mia, yes. what are we watching next week? What are we watching next week? I have no idea. It's, um, I thought we decided. No, we do. I'm okay. teasing you. I'm acting like, oh, very I dramatic. I decided. I know exactly what oh, we're watching. We're watching another 1990s movie, but it's set in an earlier time than that. <gasps> it's a historical fiction romp, Much Ado About Nothing. Yay! The Shakespeare Show. I wow. love show, Much Ado About movie. Nothing. What is the description? I will read it to you now from IMD, lowercase b. Perfect. Young lovers, Hero and Claudio, soon to be wed, conspire to get verbal sparring partners and confirm singles, Benedict and Beatrice, to wed as well. Yeah. If you've never watched this, it is a mother truck and delight. Do you know who else is in this movie that I forgot about? Um, God bless him. Dr. whatever his name is himself. Man, I just... I don't know who you're talking about. The guy who plays uh, House's best friend on House. Oh, yes. He's the one who plays... Uh, he name? plays um, Robert Sean Leonard. Yeah, why isn't he on the main top build? He cast? plays Claudius. I'm so upset. He, he, by plays this. he plays Hero's boyfriend. Kate Beckinsale is in I this. Oh, I love her. Uh, back when Emma Thompson and Gilroy Lockhart were married. I know. Keanu Reeves. Melda Staunton is in this one as well. So many people. So we're, as a reminder, we're watching the 1990s version, not the Joss Whedon version no. that they made in the 2000s. Fuck oh, that gosh. shit. Just love Robert Sean Leonard. He's great. So He's excited. so charming. Yep. I used to excited. watch so many fan Dr. videos of him. Dr. Wilson. That's his last uh, name on the I show. see, I see. Yeah, so it's a delight. If you haven't watched it, watch it. If you have watched it, watch it again because it's so good. One of my favorite Shakespeare plays. Yeah. And that's it. And that's that. Cool. One last question before we go. Did Fools Rush In Rom complete you? Hell yes, it did. Mia, did a rom complete you? Yeah, I loved it. We were satisfied. <laughs> Which is all you can really want from a rom-com. Early or late 90s, early 2000s movies, I think, have a soft spot in my heart for their quality. <laughs> Questionable quality. But, like, rom-coms delightful it. nonetheless. It was a different time back then. Everything was simpler and better. Yeah, Because I was young. <laughs> it was. That's true. That's true. Fair enough. Fair enough. Samantha, where can these people find us? <laughs> I mean... Wow. Where I mean, are we? Where are we? I what mean, spatially, reasonably, <laughs> alternate dimensions. They can find us on Instagram and Twitter, at RomComplete Me. No you, at RomComplete Me. 
Yeah. How about an email address? If they want to email us, which we know they won't, because they're gonna stop cowards, <laughs> which is youromcompletely at gmail.com. Listen, true. we created an email address for a reason, not just to have our SoundCloud account on. That's true. We wanted your thoughts, your opinions, your feedback. And if you fools want us to have, I'm sorry, I should call them <laughs> fools. There are listeners. If, if you, you fools rush in to our email. Ah. <laughs> uh, I did it. I nailed it. If you fools want us to do this next year, you got to give us some feedback, okay? It's true. All right. Thanks, friends. Thanks for listening. We will be here same time, same place next next week. week. Bye. Bye.